Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode one, three, one. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at Spider-Man Far From Home, and then we jump into another installment of The Soapbox. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. Sam. Hello. And Frank. Well, hoy, hoy. And Darren is on a break, so Sam has kindly taken the, the big seat. He's got the big comfy seat. Oh, yeah. Lazy <laughs> boy, relax back. There we go. <laughs> chair goes up, chair goes down. It is wonderful, actually, to have you in on this episode, Sam, being the big Spider-Man fan that you are. I am pumped to talk about Spider-Man. Yeah, Sick. so we are going to probably jump straight into the movie review. The toy power movie review. Who are you? I'm Batman. May the force be with you. Why, Ben? All right, we are going to hit up the new installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is the Phase 4. We are now in Phase 4. Well, this is the last movie of Phase 3. Oh, it's last of Phase 3. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Phase right. 4 is officially kicked off with uh, Black Widow. I right. Think. Yes, Early so this next year. rounds it out. Mm-hmm. Rounds it out with a bit of... Uh, I'll always love you. That's how it begins. That's how yeah, it begins. Yeah. Are, are yeah. we going diving straight into spoilers? Is We're not going to dive straight into spoilers. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to. It's, just... it's, it's sort of. It's almost uh, spoiler straight from the beginning with the whole Iron it's, Man straight after say, Endgame. You're well, sort of pre knowledgeable that these yeah. events have happened. Yep. It's a very hard movie to talk about without spoiling something. The whole movie is. is uh, Mr. X on top of Mr. X, and uh, yeah, so we'll see how we go. Well, we can start off with box office takings. How's this one doing out of the gates? I have no idea. Let me look that up. All right. Now, MCU timeline, we have talked about this, so end of phase three happens pretty much straight after Endgame yep. Part 2. Yep, yep. Yeah. And yep. the the blip, oh, it's just hard to talk yeah, 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 exactly. So I think as we, we talked about leading into this movie, they did address uh, the snap. In this movie, they referred to it as the blip and some of the, the byproducts of that. Yeah, we saw, of course, all the heroes come back at the end of Endgame. But what happened to the average people who disappeared for five years? How does that? How does society function when all of a sudden half the population just reappears and be missing for five years? So they actually address that head on there's still when you sort of really analyze it a bit too much there's still a few questions where you go oh that works in that situation but there's you know lots of people in the world lots of different situations so they need to make a show of just what happens <laughs> the blip. Like, well, the that's blip. the name of the show yeah, that's it. <laughs> i'd watch that yeah, yeah definitely yeah. what didn't quite understand it so who blipped so who who got disintegrated so pretty much anyone, anyone that's close friends with Peter Parker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. he got disintegrated. And if you're just on the outside, uh, yeah, and their outside friendship group, yeah, you 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 stayed the whole uh, yeah. the extra. That's the only way you can tell these stories. Now, that's right. then there was that other guy, the sort of 
other love interests for yep. MJ. Yeah. The older one. And yes. he he was he'd aged, so he hadn't Correct. The theory blipped. the theory is is that he was the same age as them when they blipped, so he's Yes, uh, but he's done five more years of school. No, he wasn't he younger. Oh, he was right. younger. Oh, Sorry, right. he so was, he's... yeah, yeah, he was yes. way younger. Oh, and then yeah, the blip, he'd... he's caught up, and now he's like, I'm the he's, same age as you now. He's hey. still massively old, though, right? But yeah, yeah. That, that's the he thing that got me. He looked too old. <laughs> he and that, that, oh, so he was meant to be the same age. <laughs> yes, gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay, that explains. But it. then had five years extra development. That's why he's physically bigger. No, 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 that doesn't no because sense. he would say, no, say right. they're all 16. No, he, he was 11. Really well. He just like, yeah, nailed growing up perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're meant to be 16 in this, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah. 16? Yeah, yeah, he says something like, I'm yeah. only 16 or something in the film. I think. Yeah. yeah. So he that, that guy was 11. Blip happens. He's still there. They come back and they're the same age. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. So, right, do, going back to the box office takings, as of this recording, we are on the 27th of July. It has done $984 million, so a little bit under under the magical billion mark, um, but that is probably about one-third uh, from the US market, so at $332 million, and the other 650 odd from uh, everywhere else. So, just a lazy billion. Just a lazy billion. A this is just a, Yeah, this is their palate cleanser That's after Endgame. following, like, the biggest Correct, film. right? Yeah. Oh. Well, we do have to almost mention that as a piece of news, that Endgame Part 2, or Endgame, has now become the highest grossing film Correct. of all time. Yes. It's not... Yes. What is it? So not knocking Avatar. out Avatar. Correct, Avatar. yeah. And there's that meme going so around then, with Thanos yeah, snapping yeah. away um, Jake or whoever his name is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So we we were we happy with the blip explanation. I, now I, that we think about it, I think I so. Think, yeah. I, I like as good as I like do. the idea that they've come up with their own name for it because no one knows the reasoning behind it. Oh, snap. I love that. Nice. Snap. Agreed. Yeah. So they've called it their mm. own. Uh, you know, their own version think, yeah. of what happened. It, it was a blip and. Yeah, but then then begs the question, as we alluded to earlier, what happens to people in a in, in an aeroplane yeah, that suddenly come back and had. then they just fall out of the sky, or <laughs> if they're underwater in a submarine or something, and then they just bang, you know? Or well, at the end of Endgame, there's a helicopter crash that went through the building. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. When Fury disappeared, so that's yes. in yeah. my mind like okay, so there's more loss of life. Yeah, on oh, top of, of that, like yeah. Dri- yeah. driving a car, all of a sudden you're on a freeway, and then bang, you know, you're in the Potentially, yeah, splat. <laughs> well, they did sort of touch on it a little bit with what Aunt May was doing. It was like she was raising funds for the displaced. You yes. Know, I guess theoretically, if your parents blip away and you're left there, you might become sort of homeless. Mm. Or and, and they were sort of raising funds for yep. victims yep. of the blip. Yep. And then the, um, the teacher's wife didn't actually blip, but pretended to blip. <laughs> yes, so she yes. it was her excuse to like run <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, and and happy he well he grew a moustache and a beard. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my so, blip, blip yeah, beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, so let's try to talk sort of non-spoilers first up. Now we know the, that Mysterio was in this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So and we saw some shots in the trailer of, I guess, a water monster type thing, Hydra Man, mm-hmm. and then you know. If you look at the Lego sets, you might get some other clues about some of the other kind of elemental Damn, monsters. Lego and their spoilers, they're horrible every time. at that. Yeah, every I time. I go into the, the supermarket to look at something else and I'm like, oh, no. Go. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? 
So Mysterio, okay, what what was your expectation of Mysterio uh, going into this? I, I knew he was going to be a bad guy, but right. how he was going to be portrayed and how how were they going to use him? Like Jack yep. Gyllenhaal is another actor that I elevate to, like like sort of admire, admire, yeah, yeah. I really respect him and things. So I do look for films that he's in, and I'm keen to see them. So I was quite quite excited that he was in this. And uh, just the, the avenue direction that they were going to take this film with his storyline. So, uh, I yeah, massive thumbs up. I, I thought uh, choosing him was fantastic for it. And um, without giving spoilers, I think it was a cool Mysterio. Mm. Yeah, look, I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, but I thought at one point he was in the running in the Sam Raimi era to be Spider-Man. Is that like Jake Gyllenhaal, that is? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I think there was, there was like five people. Yeah. Him... The, who played Inspector Gadget? I've just lost his name. Matt something. Wasn't yeah, it? Davy's favourite uh, character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, he was yeah, even yeah. in the yeah. running at one point. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He was rumoured yeah. for. A I long thought time. there. Was, I, I thought there was something where if think if the cards had fallen a different way, Jake Gyllenhaal would have been uh, in the MCU much yeah. earlier. D- damn you, Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> he stayed away from that. Now look, back. I like I like Mysterio. I think. And we'll talk about it more in the spoiler section, but I think he was he he played his character really well, and he made you made you believe what the writing wanted you to believe at that time. The greatest thing for me with Mysterio, and this is hard to do with no spoilers, (laughs) is how they've taken what his powers are from the comics, yes, and made them what they are to be in a a, the future setting, believable, yeah, believable, because his power settings in the comics is like. I have smoke and mirrors. Yes. <laughs> I'm a special effects guy. Yeah, like, I worked on a movie set once. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's all he had. Yeah. No, they've done it very well. Other characters, um, MJ is in this. Mm-hmm. so A lot more than the last one, which is good. A lot more, yes. And we get uh, Peter's friend back. Ned. Ned, yes, mm-hmm. does a very good job. The teachers, obviously, so they're, I guess this isn't spoilers, but the premise, Far From Home, they're on a science camp. So it's a school sort of funded science camp. Yep. Um, and in that, I guess you get a bit of that almost teen kind of comedy. There's a, there's an yeah. element of that. So it's sort of that school age, you get them out into the world and sort of all the, the hijinks, hijinks yeah. that come with that. And I thought that was very much sort of the first third of this film was very focused on those elements, those interactions. And they played up the comedy quite a lot mm. in that. So tonally, you know, I guess... You think something Doctor Strange, you think, you know, there's different ways they go in these films for sort of different themes. And this was another way to kind of play it, play up the high school angle. Yeah, well, yeah. that's that's Spider-Man's thing, right? He's supposed to be that, that teenage kid that we can all relate to on some level compared to a Doctor Strange who's a surgeon, right? Not everyone can can appreciate that. So, yeah, I think they did the, the teen you know, sort of teens doing Europe thing, you know, pretty Quite pretty well. well. Yeah. Yep. And then enter Nick uh, Nick Fury because we saw mm. him in the trailer. So he was obviously in it and uh, what part he plays is uh, a lot bigger than what we yes. sort of saw in the trailer. So mm. Mm. very good. All right. What about things like special effects, acting? Uh, I Oops. think we almost need to go into spoiler <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. territory. <laughs> this is probably the most difficult non-spoiler <laughs> exactly. uh, section ever. I'm like tense here. Yeah. I can't talk. Cinema like, is breaking out in a sweat. I can talk cinematography. A lot yeah. of this stuff is shot on location. Yes. So you've got, they go to, again, spoilers, but <laughs> <laughs> they go to Venice. You've got the Bridge of Sighs. It's all done on location. They go to, yeah. you know, they're in London in parts. They go to sort of, 
the the Netherlands. They're in Holland. They're in Holland for a bit. Okay. Um, yeah. But it, it's a really global film, and I thought a lot of this stuff would just take place on. You'd on almost sets. call it Far From Home. Yeah, it almost <laughs> would. Which, yeah. Is, which is hilarious because the actor, um, he actually said that it was the closest to home, home he's been since filming. Well, he's British, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Yes, he yeah. is. Yeah, Tom Holland. Tom yeah. Holland, yeah. Um, and he does a good. Brooklyn accent or good uh, New York accent, yes. doesn't he? He does yeah. it very well. Tom Holland is great. He, like yeah. uh, after the first, even his his initial showing in Civil War, I was like, he's probably my favorite Spider Man. Oh, but I need yeah. a full movie to make that decision. And then Homecoming, brilliant. And in this one, I was prepared for him to like take a bit of a dip, but he just he brought it again. He like, was good. That, that's all his stage show performances. I think he's just got that raw talent from that, mm-hmm. and uh, just anima- uh, um you know making that shown on the silver screen on the yeah. big screen so to speak and that's yeah. just amazing doing so. all the flips and stunts himself yes well, most of the stunts himself i reckon that sort of helps straight away because it gives that like he's doing a flip and then says a line so it's yep yeah sort of balances mm. out the act really well probably the only thing i would say about spider-man himself was compared to uh the previous movie there's a lot less spider-man quips in this one yep and i think you attribute that to He's still in mourning for Tony Stark type thing. Like he's he just wants to, as we see in the trailer, he just wants to be a normal kid. He wants to go on. He wants to forget this superhero life. Yeah. And he's not that same bubbly, you know, quippy quip. Well, he, you know, Peter Parker. Instant kill mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yep. happened. You can't just walk away from that. Like that's true. You slaughtered aliens. <laughs> but they were oh, bad aliens. I want to go to school. Okay. Right. You, you do that. <laughs> well, he's sort of got his own little project that he wants to action it throughout the movie yes. and, he, and, it, and everything happens that he cannot you know action this little thing that he wants to do so mm-hmm. that so of course his mind's elsewhere when he's fighting or yeah. whatever so yeah yeah john favreau is back in mm-hmm. this role so john favreau you know i guess pretty critical in the mcu starting off as the director for iron man yep. and being heavily involved but he obviously plays a character that's been reprised a number of times in the in the mcu and that is happy um again a lot of great comical moments comic relief moments with happy and we'll get into that but i love seeing john favreau on the big screen i think he's great he's awesome he he definitely brings a positive atmosphere to the film and every scene he's in it's a it's a good one it's a a funny one it leaves you uh, uh, exiting that scene you're left with a smile on your face you know probably had the best line in the movie password me no, no, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get well, to it. You, as a, an IT man, would have been horrified by his uh, security. Oh yeah, measures. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was that was good too. Yeah. The crazy thing is, we've been watching me and my girlfriend been watching uh, him in Chef. Mm, and, I love that yes, movie. Yes. And we watched the movie, but now we're watching a TV show where he cooks all the food. And the crazy thing is, obviously, all the Marvel guests are there, so oh. it's just an extra level of here. There's about a Marvel the cooking show, and I didn't know much. about it. Yep. Amazing. It's happy cooking. <laughs> Wow. So good. That's very cool. That's yeah. on my list. All right. What else can we talk about? Can we talk? I mean, I know when I say special effects, we'll get into that when we get into spoilers more specifically. But just the visuals, going in and sitting and watching this in terms of some of those visuals, did it stack up? Is it oh, sort of it, to the yeah. level no, that you would expect was, from a Marvel film? It was film? outstanding in the sense that there was some... Uh, aspects of the film we'll talk about later that I could imagine opening a spread page yep. uh, in the middle of the comic and that that scene be on that page in pa- those pages in the comic was on the cinema screen and it's just that's a wow factor mm-hmm. that is just a, a a true dedication to the um, source material and uh, uh, the fact that they've written that into the plot line yeah 
And Mysterio's suit, I guess, if you just talk the art direction or the costume design, mm. and, and Sam, you can comment more on this. But so it was, spot on. It's yeah. comic accurate, right? It that the head, head is big. You know, he's got the cape. It's all the bright colours. Like, it's a comic dream yeah, it, seeing it, that on the big screen. I remember, I think, the first time I ever got Mysterio in a comic book was from McDonald's. Mm. And it had him on the cover doing stuff. And even I've still got that comic. And I looked at it and looked at then the pictures of him from the film. I'm like, this is creepy. Like, this yeah, is yeah. spot on. This is the first time they've almost gone picture perfect. I think. Nice. Yep. Very good. All right. Do we have to ring a spoiler bell at some point? Is there much more we can talk I don't about? Think, I don't, honestly, I don't think it? we can do too much more. So, yeah. We'll All call right. it spoilers here. Hit the spoiler alarm and we'll get into spoilers. So, I guess there's a big one here, right? And it's the, I guess, around the middle of the film in runtime where we find out, you know, Mysterio is the bad guy and he's the big reveal. <gasps> what? You, you yeah, he's, he's, it. he's not from uh, the <laughs> other Earth. Yeah, the alternate Earth. And, See, I yeah. love that. Yeah, because oh, so did that I. annoyed yeah. me. Now, is really? that, is that, that annoyed part me of, so much. Is that part of a background? <clears throat> well, because the, there is a multiverse. There's always yeah. been a multiverse. So for him to say that, I was like, that's great that means they're going to introduce heaps of new characters yeah, yeah. it means we will and i still think it's going to happen well, yeah, we'll get a revisit of garfield and uh toby and that coming back <laughs> as spider-man to be in a film with them i think they'll do that i think that'd be silly not to yeah yeah they'll go down the spider-verse whole thing they'll go full crazy with it but to use that line and then throw it away as it's not real just killed me because i wanted to have a moment of someone else from a parallel universe show up at some point but, however, in saying that, now that SDCC is behind us, we've got Doctor Strange yeah. now uh, the multiverse. with the multiverse. So, so uh, that's uh, an avenue they can go down and, and sort exactly. of... Exactly. So. I thought it was great because it was, it was a massive fake-out. I think they even mentioned the word multiverse in the trailers. So everyone's like, oh! And then when you, you see it actually happen or not happen on the screen, you go, you bastards. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So that scene, I mean, it's, it's a typical villain moment. Spider-Man or Peter Parker has handed over Edith, which are the glasses that basically control all the weapon systems. Even dead, I'm the hero. Yes, even dead, I'm the hero. <laughs> Very well done, Frank. That's exactly it's right. It's almost like a repeat of Iron Man 1 with the my technologies causing harm. Yeah, yep. interesting. And so I need to save the world from my own technology. And it's almost that again. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a nice yep. little nod. Little, little mm. come... Full circle time. Stark's yeah, exactly. technology causing more trouble. More problems. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, when Mysterio basically gets up in the bar and it sort of starts to disappear because some of it was obviously an illusion when, yeah. when Peter Parker was in there and he does the big villainous speech where he yeah. reveals his plot to his, I guess, the colleagues, his, his workers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you get all those little flashes yes. of yeah. actual so clips good. where either... Uh, Tony Stark, or it was I think Iron Munger, had berated these employees, and he was behind that. What was it? Bath? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It got given uh, the no. Yeah, that was, was the, that was the um, turd, wasn't it? Turd? No, no, bath. 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 Yeah. bath. 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 Yeah. It was the 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 therapy. Yes. Tech. Yeah. From, yeah. yeah. Oh, that he but developed. That, that where it flashes back to Iron Man One. It's Iron Man One. Tony Stark built this in a yeah. cave. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that? And I had to look it up. I was like. Of course, it's been so long since you... And even if you've seen Iron Man recently, you don't remember that scene because he's in it for all of 30 seconds. And it's the same guy. Oh, it's wow. the same, same actor. Act. You're yeah. like, you buggers. Like, That's brilliant. It's so good. Very cool. So the reveal essentially is that 
Mysterio is just faking out. Yes. You know, he's yeah. not from a multiverse. The multiverse Earth didn't yeah. disintegrate. Yep. And the elementals are just a way of showing that the he's going to be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I absolutely love that. I That almost makes me believe that this guy could do what he could do in yep. that universe yep. because there's no way one person could create all that tech and control it while he's flying around yes. fighting he needed Spider-Man. a team he team needed, yeah he needed a team and that was so believable yep. I, I walked out there huge grin on my face thinking that is the best way they could have done it and Presented they nailed it perfectly rather than just one guy and maybe his girlfriend or whatever mm. doing it all like he had a small army of people yes, behind yeah. him and and he was he was ruthless like you know where's this drone like no you know that could be yep. led back to me and he was ruthless and um, I love his costume when he wasn't in the suit. Can you imagine? Yeah. It was just a, a, a token, um, you know, CGI uh, yeah. suit. Like that was very clever. With, with a huge, he- the helmet, the helmet was there, to control yeah. it. and all that's where all the mics were f- yeah. from and things. And oh, so well done. Can like, you imagine being Jake Gyllenhaal when he's, you know, he's got the role and he's like, oh, all right, cool. What does my suit look like? Yeah. And they hand him the CG suit. He's like, yeah, yeah, but what's it going to look like on screen? No, yeah. no, that's what it's going to look like. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just such yeah. a. a Almost fourth wall breaking time. I love thing. the bit where he's yelling at the woman to like iron the cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. Janet. Yeah, because yeah. 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 I might be meeting the queen later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was anyone? I mean, we as as comic book people, we were all waiting for the turn. But for me, there was there was a moment just before he reveals when I think they've just finished fighting the lava monster and Peter's looking at all this destruction, and Mysterio sort of you know taps him on the shoulder. He goes, "Let's get a drink." And just in that moment, I thought, are they going to flip this? Are they making yeah. Mysterio yep. a good guy? I kept waiting the whole movie, yep. and then it was minutes before the actual turn. And that's how that's a tribute to Jake Gyllenhaal's performance, where you sit there and go, I almost buy him as a good guy. And I probably think it's the only time that having comics knowledge has been a yeah. disservice yeah. or yeah. a yeah. bad thing going into one yeah. of these movies. But they, but they left it long enough that you, even the true believers like us, well, yeah. We we almost believe that yeah, that, yeah. That, uh, see my wife she didn't know the yeah, history behind nice. so she was blown away she thought that was one of the coolest twists nice. they could do uh, so I think the um, multiverse yeah. line got me because yeah, that's when I was like okay so he's from another universe so he, instead of doing smoke and mirrors he's gonna have the same powers as Doctor Strange magic. Yes. kind yeah. of yes. magic go down that way and he'd be a great reappearing villain to replace Loki. Oh, good call. And he's not dead. Loki? No. No. Mysterio. Oh, of course not. Oh, Mysterio. No. He, nah. You see him at the airport. Look is closely. Is that right? Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, how good is that? He walk when he hugs uh, Aunt May. He's mm. hugging Aunt May. He totally walks behind him and tilts the hat down. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> he was actually, I believe, shows up even earlier in the movie. There's a scene, I think, when Peter's going to buy that little Black Dahlia or whatever it is, a little necklace thing. And there's, I've seen screen grabs of it where he's basically casing Peter Parker and he walks past in this like Hawaiian shirt thing and sort of you know oh, I haven't seen that yeah, it's in the background oh, yeah, so very, very, clever. very clever now I need to go see it again yeah, yeah do yes. it <laughs> <laughs> alright that's a big twist now we talk about Maria Hill is in this with Samuel L. Jackson as Agent Fury they play a fairly decent role in I guess supporting uh, Mysterio and kind of almost backing him and helping him and running a quasi sort of shield operation. Mm-hmm. They're not part of shield anymore. I think since the blip and they blipped away, but they were sort of, I guess, you know, trying to still help and trying to catch up in the intelligence business. If you stay for the after credit yep. sequence, like the very end sequence, 
It's the shapeshifters. Yes. Scrolls. The scrolls. The scrolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. secret invasion. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. For all you comic so, book so, nerds. <laughs> yes. So therefore the scrolls, even though we've found out they're half good guys, there could be a a larger group of bad yeah. guys or bad guy scrolls. Yes. So they can yeah, still work agreed. that storyline in yeah. very well. Uh, up until then I thought, oh, Man, Samuel uh, Nick Fury is really angry and yep. really mean and things like that. Uh, just has a goal at Peter and you know yeah. and um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal says don't you know uh, don't be afraid to be the smartest man in the room. Sort of you know bit, bit of a um, thing to get his affection and uh, you know buddy buddy sort of scenario. But like I was like something's off about him. Right. Like as mm-hmm. they as they always you know as other people talk about. But I just thought it was because he was like so aggressively trying to get back his. Uh, elite power, yeah, yep. you know yep. his power status and his like because uh, he knows um, nothing. Yeah, yes. he yeah, knows yeah, nothing. Yeah. You know yeah. uh, all these. You know he was like was there to build the the team, and now all these aliens and things have come across, and it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm only a human now. He's mm. almost realised I, I, I need these guys more than they need me. Yep. So he's aggressively trying to take it back, and I just attributed that yep. his yeah. personality to that. But then when I saw that, I did not see that coming at all. Was, was, when did they yeah. swap? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, a huge that's question. The, I yeah, think the directors one. have the sort thing? of no. Well, I think the directors have come out and said for that movie, yeah, you were looking at a scroll the whole time, but yeah. not no, no, any not earlier before, yeah. than that. Yeah. No, yeah. But I think that that's great acting by Samuel Jackson. That yeah. he can be this character. He's yeah. been for ten years, and yet still put, put in enough little tweaks. Where, as you said, I was in there going, something's not right with Fury. Mm. Like. Yeah, and because and he's not really himself. Yeah. It's, it's this yep. scroll. So, yeah, brilliant. Some very cool moments. We might talk now, we'll go around the room and say favourite moments. But I'm a huge fan. In the DC Universe, I love Scarecrow. Yes. And I love the Arkham games, those scenes where you basically get the, the fear toxin and you're into the dreamlike state. This film went there for me. And Dude. they were part of my favourite scenes where... Spider-Man is basically put into that dream world through the mm-hmm. through the illusions, guess, illusions yeah. yeah, and how he's fighting <clears throat> different things, and those sequences for me were, were wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That whole concept of what's real, what's yes. not real, yeah, yeah. Um, and even at the end when he, he takes him on, on the bridge, and again it's another fake the, out the, the where P- the Peter Tingle, yeah, the Peter <laughs> Tingle finally gets his tingle. Yeah, so yeah, good. Can't avoid um, a very, very, very clever. But for me, those those dream sequences. Particularly that setup, that fake out at the warehouse, yep. um, and you know, Fury takes a, a shot to the face, and, mm, yeah. and then you even see him capturing Mysterio, and that's all a yep. fake out, yeah. like yeah. just beautifully done. Yeah. I, I love those yeah. bits. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I, I've got to mirror that. Full pun intended. <laughs> um, I, I, I loved it because it was so, done so well. That was the the. Um, aspect i was talking about in seeing in the comic books like you'd open yep. a splash page and you see mysterio like playing with his helmet where spider-man's just running around in there and things but what i loved is there were flashes of the real world so spider-man would go to punch him and he'd hit something and then it'd be this like bubble brick. of a um brick a pillar, pillar. Yep. a brick yeah. pillar and he just smash his hand so then he's potentially half broken his um mm. knuckles and things and then it'd just go black to or whatever color was around him and he'd be all in pain and then have to worry about the next thing that was going on. I just absolutely adored that. And they only did it for one really long sequence, but that's all you needed. That was totally enough uh, for me and I just lapped it up so much it and that, just... that train jump scare yes like a, yes. to end that oh, scene you're yeah. like oh my god like I, I bullet train jumped. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I just yeah so so good yeah, yeah. there's actually I've got two bits but they're kind of really short little bits at the very very end of the film yeah 
Jay Jameson. Yes. Oh, yes. 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 The return of Jay yep. Jameson. That is so good that they've got him back to play the role again. And the other bit is if you've played the Spider-Man video game, they mimicked the game with the phone taking the selfies <laughs> as he swang through the city. And I thought that's a great little fan service for all the... Like, Spider-Man comics actually picked up in sales again after the game came out. Yep. Right. Cool. And, yeah. yeah, lots of younger kids back into it because obviously they've played the game where they might not have been handed a comic before. Mm. So it was cool to see that they're nodding not just now to the comic material, yep. but they're nodding to the video yeah. games as well. Yeah, Very awesome. Cool. Probably my favourite scene is a little one. I mean, the the graphics you were talking about, Trent, the, the way, particularly the bit on the bridge, the final when there's, you know, between him and Mysterio, there's 50 million drones and he's... You know, he calms down, takes a deep breath, and I thought that was the best use of Peter Tingles. Yep. Interestingly, after we saw this, my wife and I went back and watched the very first Sam Raimi Spider-Man and the way that Spider-Sense is done in that movie where you get that shimmering sort of sound effect and, and it's a little bit sort of hokey, which, you know, was the style back then, I guess. This was a much more realistic way to represent a power that, well, you can't see and touch sort of thing. So I thought they did that really well. But the one that did it for me... In the plane, when uh, he's getting his groove back on you, he's being beaten, or beaten down, and then he starts playing with the, the holographic yes. tech, yep. and Happy just sort of yeah, looks, looks at him. At him. Yeah. He's like, "What? Nothing, you know?" Yeah. And just that, like, "Oh, nearly brought me to tears." I'll get the tunes. Oh, I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. I love Led that Zeppelin. That hurt. That hurt <laughs> really so much. <laughs> but he's sixteen, you know. Yeah. I mean, these, yeah. are, these are. Classic rock tunes. Yeah, I just thought, and that was that was a re- if the movie didn't make it obvious enough, that was a real handing over of the the, the Iron Man baton. If you oh. if you hadn't picked it up by then already, oh, definitely, so. just uh, his moves, yep. like just in, the dipping in, yeah, dipping his hand in to get the tech on his glove, and it was just so fluent, like Tony used to yeah, do. It knew was exactly just amazing. How to do it. Yeah. yeah, and and I, another thing I absolutely adored, and I like the direction that um, they chose to go in, is announcing to the world that he is Peter Park. Oh, Park, mm, Park, like, it changes like, everything because that? Yeah. that just keeps you guessing more. Like yep. that is that is a you know always been a huge huge no no in the comic books. Yeah. You never you never um, announce the uh, superhero's um, secret identity, yep. but now mm. to do this, it just opens up a whole new floodgates to yep. what they can do and what they will do moving forward and it just keeps us diehard fans uh, of uh, pop culture guessing even more mm. about uh, well i never saw this coming what are they yep. going to do next exactly. if, you know i i love it i i just really think that's a great way to um debunk more people realizing hey where's peter going all the time mm. um and create more issues more hype, for him yeah. for it's... him yeah that that end uh scene i can kind of from the comics guess what it's going to lead into I honestly think they'll have what they call the Spider Slayers, which is like robotic suits that are hunting Spider-Man, which mm. is created by Jay Jameson. But Scorpion starts in one of those suits before he becomes uh, that the Scorpion-like well, thing. Haven't we? Yeah. He becomes that because the suit malfunctions. So I think he'll be fighting Spider-Man. The suit will malfunction, and he'll be come the scorpion well we've got five out of what you would call a sinister six at the moment so you think the next movie will introduce another villain and perhaps spidey four or will there be some crossover event you've got vulture scorpion shocker uh, mysterio i think you just you know maybe throw a rhino in there and i think and a doctor octopus of course yes here's the other one have we had scorpion 
Yes. I missed him. Where, yeah, he's where? in Homecoming right at the end when oh. Vulture has been taken to prison. Yes. And the guy's like pressuring him saying, I heard you know who Spider-Man is. Tell me. Because ah, he threw yes. the motorbike into him on the boat. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. that's that Scorpion. Uh-huh. So, so yeah. Anything, anything we didn't like? Any sort of things where you went, oh, I wish they could have done that better? Well, this was to my point about special effects. The, the bits where Mysteria was flying around zapping the monsters, the elemental monsters, mm. it felt, a, you know, watching him fly around felt a bit CG-ish, you know. Yep. And there were a few scenes where Spider-Man was sort of flying through the air and hitting things on the way down that felt a little bit, oh, okay, that's a that's Burly Brawl style of CG. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's not, not quite convincing me. And then I wondered, oh, well, it doesn't really matter because it was all it's CG all hologram. Anyway. It's meant to be. Yeah, so yeah, I kind yeah. of like, I didn't mind that in the end. The one scene that got me, though, has anyone here been to Venice? No. no, no right? No. I've been to Venice. There are no cars yeah. in Venice. <laughs> and there are certainly no You're buses right. in Venice. <laughs> that scene where that bus pulls up in Venice, that's just impossible, right? Venice is a... <laughs> the roads are water. You take boats everywhere. To get to Venice, you get on a boat and you come in. It's on an island, right? Yep. It, it, it's there isn't there's no way you can get a bus on there so that bus cutting from being parked on venice to then driving down some alpine highway impossible yep. as yep. far as i can tell mm-hmm. and what did we think of it was it black monkey what's his i thought that joke was a little bit weak the, right. the, the black monkey yeah you night, know, night monkey, night night monkey. monkey. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 i I, look, it, for the tone of the film, it's fine. I, yeah. I, I felt I felt the first half of the film took a little while to get going, mm-hmm. and it, there was a lot of uh, story to tie up loose ends and you know create the hype of um, Mysterio and things. And then the second half really kicked, uh, kicked in mm-hmm. and 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 gave you the the film that we were all expecting. But um, overall, I just I just absolutely loved it. I, mm-hmm. I felt you couldn't have told the second half of the yeah. film as well as you did without the first half being su- such a uh, drawn out build up yep. um, and at no point was I bored mm. you know at no point did I look at my watch and things and think and I took the kids and the kids weren't um, restless at all yep, so that's that a that's a, a, a saying onto itself yeah uh, for that, for a two, two over two hour film, Ned's relationship annoyed me. I was going to say uh, that too. You stole mine. The, the reason it annoys me is for two reasons. One, it was because of the way it ended at the like start and ended <laughs> yeah, with the film. Exactly right. But in the comics, she's key to his relationship, and then him changing into another character. So. Yep. To have that as a little like throwaway moment is annoying because she should be tied in with him becoming someone very important. Okay. I don't want to say who. Right. Is wanna... Ned? Yeah. Ned becomes... Ned's not a good guy. Oh, wow. I need to go do my homework now because I don't, I don't remember that one. He's one of the... Okay, I'll spoil it. Yeah, go on. He's one of the Hobgoblins. Really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh. So I think that's why they might go Hob instead of Green to... Yeah, get I, away I, from the Green. I need something stuff. different to Green. No yeah. offense to yep. all the previous films, but it, it felt like uh, the Joker for Batman. It, yep. it was just... Overdone it was now. just too many reiterations of the Green Goblin over and over again with almost the same set of powers. I just yes. I need something different. I need Top if time. it's yeah, yeah if it's if it's mm. if it's going to be the Hobgoblin, he Flaming needs to pumpkins. Yeah, like, he oh, needs to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think when you look at the, the Spider-Man next to probably Batman has probably the best villains roster of any oh, sort of hero. Yeah. Like you've got all, as we've now proven, you've got all these different directions you can go. So yeah, I was going to say the the Ned thing that just sort of like uh, it. 
But the one the one part of Ned I did really like was when MJ the big reveal happens and MJ now knows that he is Spider Man, and then you know they're they're on their trip and oh Peter Peter's disappeared again and Ned's trying to like cover for him and doing a really bad job. And then MJ jumps in and says, oh, yeah, he's had to go over here and do this. And the look on Ned's face, he's like, someone else to, like, help yeah. me with this situation that I find myself in all the damn time. Like, that was that was a nice little interaction, I thought. Yep. MJ in this is quite a different take on, on a character. She's, she's not a bubbly, effervescent type of mm-hmm. character that you might expect from someone playing that kind of role. She's quite introvert, quite sort of insular, a bit, and played for a bit um, almost... Aloof. Yeah, aloof, but bordering a bit on the not not depressed necessarily, but liking darker things. Yep, like she likes the black dahlia flower. Yeah. Well, her father's passed away, right? He he was vulture, wasn't he? No, no, no. no. Have I got that, that was, wrong? That was a different. Um, in the homecoming, the, his love interest is a different girl whose oh, father okay. is vulture. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. is this the first? MJ. No, we saw MJ at the end of Homecoming. Yes. That's oh, right. She was yeah. in the movie. She was always right. there. She was, always not, there. she was never really yeah. introduced as yeah. MJ until right at the end. Right. I, I believe this is a more believable match um, for Peter sure. than a hot supermodel. Super hot. You know, that, <laughs> yep. that, that's, that's going to be the yep. next Hollywood superstar. You yep. know, in films, this is a more believable take on MJ being she can still the, become that. the nerd. Of She's course, like, of course. <laughs> you know, but in this? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. This growing up, yeah. you know, talking about um, high school circles that you, uh, yeah. you know, you populate yourself in. He's not going to go to the jocks and be like, no. ha, 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 I'm going to steal you MJ from you guys. You know, <laughs> that that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I find thought, it, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say the chemistry between those two on screen was really good. Like the scene where he does sort of, you know, he's, he's he, he portrays that nervousness of, you know, asking the pretty girl out that we've all sort of been through and he does it really well. And she's, just as awkward and then it's that whole oh I am Spider-Man really oh I was 65% yeah, sure yeah, you were yeah. him like you know she's she's smart as well so yeah I I'd like to it. see the multiverse thing where the MJ comes through that's like the supermodel <laughs> yeah, oh, so and, and, and have yeah, the, like all yeah. the Spider-Man being like wait yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so true and the swinging at the end, how she didn't like it. She's yeah, like, it so we're never doing that again. It was so good. And how well was that shot? That yes. kind of it was almost over, selfie over cam shoulder. over the shoulder. Yeah. And they weren't moving, but everything around them was. It looked really authentic. Like, mm. you know, but rather that, that, than seeing them sort of swinging around. It looked like a terrible that, that, roller coaster. That's, yeah. that's the yeah. GoPro, GoPro style. Um, yeah, thing that, yeah, you, nice. you know, I watched a lot of mountain bike videos right. and things. And that's, you, you see the rider and he's going crazy. But and everything else is moving yeah. around him, but the bike and him are sort of yeah, pretty much. So. Nice, yeah, yeah. Mm. loved it. Anything else? Anything else that we enjoyed? I, I like that he at the start uh, he's like, no, I'm not going to take the suit because making yep. an executive decision, yeah. he's going to go on a sort of holiday, mm. so to so to speak. But then um, his mum or his auntie packs it in, but because he t- can't take the tech one yep. because mm. it's like in that sort of beaker vial yep. thing. Uh, she packs his original one, regular which suit. would would fit in a regular suitcase yeah, and not yeah. be pulled apart by uh, customs or anything, so to speak. So I like that aspect, you know, and that gives that gives proper reason to use the original suit again and uh, you know bring him back to to in line rather than yep. relying on tech on the, and on give stuff. give the reason for the uh, the glasses for you know for him to use and things. Mm. So because otherwise he just use his suit to do everything. Yep. The yep. Um, bit where the tech suit is in the the iron spider suits in the jar. Yes, yeah. That that weirded me out because I was watching it. And I was like, "Hang on, Venom." 
Because that's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the symbiote. Oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. jumped straight to okay. the why is why is they doing a venom <laughs> thing with the iron suit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, the, the only other thing I wanted to touch on was a happy and uh, Aunt May. <laughs> what did we think about that? Good, bad? I always thought there was always a point where I thought with Marissa Tormey being Aunt May that they were going to bring in a bit of a, a love relationship style of thing. And I know it never panned out with Tony Stark and her, but I felt that there was always going to be an angle to use her in that way. And therefore, when it came up, it wasn't really a surprise and again, this is a at its heart. This film is almost like a you know teen comedy, mm-hmm. and yeah. it that that scene at the end where he sits him down and he's being very serious. And you wonder <laughs> yeah. who's he talking to? Yeah. And it's, you know, Aunt May and Happy played played really well. Yeah. I thought. I, I I think Aunt May's too to plays her character too young to be an aunt sort yeah. of thing. But you know, who am I to judge? But I think it naughty forty. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe. Um, but it, it, if anything else, it strengthens the relationship between Happy yes. and um, True. and uh, Peter Parker, like, uh, and it helps bring that uh, bridge that gap between characters in the MCU. You know, why is Happy always hanging around? Because he wants to get uh, with uh, yeah. his aunts. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> I like Happy. I think Happy's great. And on the password, I alluded to it before, but you know, when he's trying to give oh, out his right. password, what's your password? Password? No, no. But what's your password? <laughs> It's password. Oh, it hurt me. Absolutely. I just like fingernail marks in the chair. It wasn't written on a sticky note on his laptop, so he's getting points for that, right? I wish it was the... Imagine if the password was the password for the glasses. That would have been even like... (laughs) (laughs) The world's most deadly weapon. Password. password. Excellent. Very, very cool. All right. We'll wrap our review. Well, before we actually wrap our review, we have to to rate this. Oh, yeah. And we do have to rate it in typical Dave's Video Graveyard style out of 19. Ben, starting with you. Uh, I'm going to give a solid 18 out of 19. I thought it was near perfect. Uh, I I genuinely loved it. And as I said before, took the whole family along. Everyone loved it. And I just walked out craving the next Marvel Universe film. Yeah, nice. 17. Uh, I loved every moment of it, but... I the multiverse thing just yep. bothered me that little bit too much, so I can't go any higher. W- would it have bothered you if they used a different number and not the official? Yes, ones? because right. using those official numbers to me means that that's what they're alluding yeah. at the rest of the world. Yeah. They're actually out there, and then for it to be a passaway comment makes it hard, even for Doctor Strange to turn around and go, "Oh no, but he was right." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. can't just throw that it, away because it's set as a fraudulent comment, right? Yes. Like he's just yeah. making it up. So you think they almost should have stayed away from official canon on that sort of stuff. Correct, exactly. Yeah. I just thought it was funny how then, you know, when Mysterio makes fun of it, he's like, oh, that story you come up with, Matui's story writer, yep. that was ridiculous, but people will believe anything these days. Like, I thought that was a a, a that, bit of a backhanded sort that, of dig. Yeah, because like, that makes the Doctor Strange film in my mind harder yeah. for them to turn yes. around and go, but there is a multiverse. Like, yeah. it's just, I don't know, a bit yeah. of a slap in its own face. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, look, my score, I'm probably going to go 17. The the Ned thing just kind of broke it for me. Uh, and unfortunately, what should have been one of the highlights of the movie, the J. Jonah Jameson at the end, that was kind of spoiled for me before going into the movie. Right. So I spent the entire movie basically waiting for it to happen. And then when it didn't happen as the credits rolled, I'm like, right, well, it's going to be the stinger. Yeah. And that really took took the, the wind out of the sails uh, for me. How did you know that was coming? Was it just you that just saw it? No, just... that was... Uh, there was Social media. Yeah, right. social media. Basically. Oh, Someone who... Media for, they didn't view it as a spoiler because in their mind, it didn't affect the story. And I go, well, you're technically right, but the movie at that stage had been out 24 hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, bit anyway. Of a, bit of a bugger. Mm. Yeah, I, I rate this 17 very strong up there. 
Very enjoyable, a lot of fun, and I love Tom Holland. I just yes. think he's great. For me, my favourite Spider-Man by far. And look, what Toby did back in the day, I think, was a, a good take. But this is the definitive, perfect Peter and perfect Spider-Man. Agreed. The voice as well. I talked about the sort of New York accent he's got, but the way it kind of breaks every so often, like goes a little bit mm. high and... He just has that little bit of geeky awkwardness Awkward to it. Awkward to just, it, yep. It's brilliant. I don't know, how, how old is Tom Holland in real life? 21, 22. Okay, so he's quite young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he pulls it off very well. Mm. Does it Does it well. And uh, yeah, I did like, I loved the, the school trip element. I thought the teachers had some really wonderful lines, how they were always sort of in, in trouble. And, you know, the counselling scene. Do you, need, do you need help? Does he need some counselling? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not qualified. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it anyway. You know, I just thought some really I, good I forget good the actor's name, but he's in uh, Silicon Valley. Yes. And he's brilliant. Yeah. He's one of my favourites. Yeah, no, very, very fun. Loved it. All right, awesome. We'll wrap our review of Spider-Man Far From Home and we'll head into our next segment. Well, if you've got something you want to get off your chest and let out, it's therapeutic. It's it's kind of ridiculous that I can't do that. Oh my god, kill me now. Like, it's just the worst. It's insane. And I love it. Yes, it is soapbox time. We haven't done the soapbox for a while, but I had something happen to me that I thought warranted this segment getting a, another go. Mm. So I'll tell you a little story now. Now, as most of you would know, I don't collect a lot of Marvel Legends, but what I do collect is X-Men. Um, so anything that comes out in X-Men, I do try and pick up in Marvel Legends. And Amazon had a three-pack exclusive, a family set featuring Quicksilver, mm -hmm. Magneto, and Scarlet Witch. And that is something that now we can get um, from Australia. They will ship it to us. So I'm like, great, I'm going to try out this new Amazon app, download the app, and order that one direct from the source and give that one a go. So I've gone on and I've ordered it and it's come up with this um, shipping. And the shipping was pretty reasonable, I think $25. Mm -hmm. And it said, or you can um, be an Amazon Prime member and get free shipping. I'm like, bingo. Mm -hmm. There's a few things I want to watch on Amazon Prime. The boys. The boys <laughs> now, and I'm, I'm going to be watching that now. But at the time it was... Good, in, good omens. Man in the High Castle. Yeah, mm -hmm. seen a bit of that. I had actually had the membership before to watch that. Tick. But Good Omens. <laughs> yeah, I tried on. watching yeah. the Tick. That's a bit hard to watch. It's, yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind Tick. Tick's a yeah. bit, bit of fun, but mm. very, bit, bit different. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, great. Free shipping. So bang, straight onto it. Put it in my cart and kind of forgot about it. I was at work um, a couple of weeks ago and I get a messenger facebook messenger message and it's from some guy i don't know so they're adding me as a, a, a friend and they said ah oh, i've just received something in the mail that's addressed to you and, and oh, oh. takes a photo of it and it's my marvel legends three pack and, and, I'm like, and this is how he decides to contact you by well well he probably would look up okay so my that, name, right? yeah my yeah. name's trent cuccarelli um my surname bit is unique, unique yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's there's not. I'm probably, to be honest, the only Trent Cuccarelli in the world because I've got an Italian surname <laughs> and a, well, I don't know what you call Trent, maybe a very English yeah, first yeah. name. Um, so yeah, good on the guy. Like he's seen the name, he's looked me up, and he's found me, and mm. he's he said, "Hey, I've got this package. What do you want me to do?" And I've I've sort of seen he's in the states, oh, and and I'm like, oh, okay, wow. that's that's annoying. Can you leave it with me? I'm just going to contact Amazon. So yeah. so so, what's his name? 
I, I don't know. Just a regular, regular like, name. Like Joe Bill. Joe Bill, yeah. So so nothing to do... Not even not close. Even, not no, even close. a, no, not a even TC close. or a, no, um, a Frank uh, uh, Nicoleri or that, something. That, that, you that. Know? Just, just regular <laughs> name. Like, like, you know, you, have, you mix a yeah, couple yeah. of letters up, maybe nah. that couldn't... Okay, nothing. continue. You think the, nah. the address would yeah. have given it away, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think it surely would have been an Australian address. Well, it's been delivered to his house, so... That's... Okay. In America, so I don't, yeah. I've got no idea how it's happened, right? Yeah. But I've said I don't, I don't need to know because he he actually tried to he tried to follow up with Amazon and they just said destroy it was their what? response. Well, what? just put it in the bin, right? Done. So I get on the the text with Amazon and I'm like, hey, I've just been contacted by this guy with this package and it's what I've ordered. So it's mm. got my name on it. He's got the photo of it, and they're like, um, okay. Do not make contact with you know an unsolicited source. So that was sort of yeah, yeah, okay, the official yeah. And then I said, well, where you know this is package is lost. You know what are you going to do about it? He's like, no, no, yours hasn't been shipped yet. Like I'm looking on the system and it hasn't been shipped. And sure enough, I look on it and they're right. Like it, it says hmm? awaiting fulfillment. Right, so it hasn't been shipped. So I'm like, oh cool. And he's like, you know, don't worry. Just ignore what's happened. I guarantee you, you're going to get it. Like, I promise, don't worry. Oh, I promise oh, okay. you. And I've got this in, I've got this in writing. This doesn't sound I good. I promise you, you're going to get it. Ignore it. It's coming. <laughs> and I go, look, I'm going to give you my address. Um, here it is. Give him, give him my address. Can you confirm that's the address that's showing up on your system that it's going to get sent to? And he's like, yep, it's going to Australia. It's going to that address. That's what's on the system. So I'm like, brilliant. That's great. This is and all through emails and things, not actually on the phone. Not on the phone. I'm, I'm no. chat, text chatting. So yes. I get a, I get a transcript. Chat. Yep. 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 Online chat. Get a, get a transcript. And at the end of it, I said, look, I'm just going to say this. I'm a bit concerned that my details have been given out without my authorization. That's fair. And, yeah. and he's like, yes, no, no, I can assure you this is never going to happen again. We're going to look into it. It's never going to happen again. Trust me, this is, you know, this is unacceptable when it's never going to happen. I go, look, I'll, I would like you to investigate and come back to me with, you know, how did this happen? Mm. You know, how did my details go out to this guy and now I'm randomly being contacted by someone? Now, the guy was being nice. He wasn't doing anything untoward. But I just felt a bit like yeah. my privacy had been... Absolutely. Kind of, mm. And they said, yeah, we'll get back to you. Now, one point, they never got back to me. So that's, surprise, just, surprise. that's something. But then um, I could see the item get shipped. Oh, there it is. You know, a week later, out, dispatched. Now, I don't know if anyone's bought stuff off Amazon, but there is no tracking. It's just got like a bar... And it shows you as it's getting closer. So it doesn't say it's gone to this airport. It's here. It's just on its way. That's mm. all you can see. It's it's ten percent there. Ten percent there. <laughs> and, and then it got to like the green bar. Got like you know a centimeter or an inch away from the end, and it just hung there for like a week. And <sighs> and it was well overdue. And I'm like, where is this? And so I I, I write to them. I go, look, um, I haven't. I don't know where my package is. Can you look it up on your system and tell me where it is? Because I'm worried, like, you know, the postman's yeah, come. It's, happened, it, yeah. it's gone somewhere else. It, you know, I just want to know where it is. And they're like, yep, very good. They followed it up and they're like, it's lost. It's Are lost. You kidding? We'll, we'll give you a refund. And I'm like, what do you mean it's lost? I told you this two weeks ago or three weeks ago when Jeez. we had this conversation. Like it's, it's almost, I don't know if the, the tracking was delayed or something, but it's it's clear that the product that's lost is the one that this guy got. Um, and I never got it. And, and what they did was they said something like, because you ordered it from the US and you're in Australia, we can't reorder it for you, even though it's in stock. They literally couldn't kind of 
give me another one. So they cancelled my order and refunded me. And like, which is good. I got my money back. Yeah. But then I went to rebuy it and I couldn't work out how to use my free shipping. <laughs> so it's coming up with a shipping price. I'm like, I don't want to pay. I, I bought this with free shipping yeah. and I'm an Amazon member. I'm still yeah, an yeah. Amazon member. And I just, I don't know if I could, couldn't, get the system to recognize me that I was a member to get to buy it again. Yeah, okay. So I've kind of left it and I'm like, I don't know if I want to go and buy this from Amazon. No. And I've got a mate at work who bought something off Amazon. Yeah, he's a one-time Amazon user. And the same thing happened to him. Oh, oh no. And it's like, yeah. I've got no confidence that I'm even going to nah. get it if I order it again. And and is this the Amazon.com.au? Like, this is the Australian yeah, arm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. I, I have had no uh, faith in Amazon Australia no, never did. since no. day one. It was such a, a build up to nothing. Yep, mm. agreed. I, mm. They should have just left it. Like they should have just opened up the states one. But mm. I, I know why they changed it. But at the same time, it's not worth the trouble. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. I, I I get frustrated when I try and buy something off Amazon, and you get up right up to the the um enter your shipping address, and then it says do not does not ship yep. to your address, yeah. and times that by the 300 times I've tried to buy something off there and now I don't even look at that site yep, anymore. Don't bother. Yeah. So did you get it in the end? No. But not... Or do you have it at all? Or you got it from another source? No, I haven't, I haven't followed it up yet. So right. I know there is a site, it might be Robot Kingdom, yep. that has it. So I'm almost wondering now, do I just buy it off? Is it like a Walmart exclusive? It's an Amazon exclusive. Amazon exclusive. Oh. That's the thing. Oh, <laughs> it is Amazon. It's like yeah. the only way... Well... Apart from the, the secondary market or people that have bought yep. it from Amazon, but it's really the only way I can get it. That's and that's so that, isn't that the frustrating thing with them making all these uh, exclusives and things uh, and making them GameStop exclusives, yeah, making single them store Amazon, exclusives, yep. uh, making GameStop's them Target exclusives. That's a weird yeah, thing. GameStop, like I've I've got so many GameStop exclusives that I've ordered and I didn't even know they were GameStop exclusive. Mm. It arrives and I've opened it up and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should have this, but I've got it. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just so hard for the international fans like us to get these mm-hmm. exclusives because we've got no outlet to order them from. They don't simply just no won't ship. Someone needs to make an Australian exclusive so we can turn yeah. around and be like, ha ha, <laughs> do a bit of revenge. <laughs> yeah, Super Seven, do it. Go on, <laughs> do an Aussie, uh, Aussie, Aussie version. Exclusive. Yeah. Aussie He-Man. That's what I was just, just thinking. Just with the thongs. The, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the beer gut and the beer and things. Yeah, it, look, it's, it is disappointing in this day and age. And we have just finished with San Diego. And I don't know, Sam, what you're like. Because Sam, for listeners that don't know who Sam is, um, he's been on the show before and he runs Nerds Paradise. So he's in the pop culture space. He's, he's selling um, product. But after San Diego, there was a whole raft of exclusives that seemed to pop up all over the place and I know I know how sort of you know they're all the con exclusives but then they're all these sort of I guess I lose track of where all these retailer exclusives yes, come from agreed. Yeah. Yep. but it's like mm. um, you know there was a, a Hasbro Pulse I, I had used one of my shut up and take my monies on yes. the cassettes mm-hmm. and like I got them today $90 Australian for three cassettes Ooh, was the like the G1 oh, the G1 yeah. three wow. so $30 a cassette Wow, um, you pay you pay for that, that you pay for, for legit, yeah, yeah legit, legit G1s, yeah. It's a, it's a Hasbro Pulse item, so mm. it's thirty five dollars US, you know, on their site. And then I was I tra- tracked down the Boba Fett in the original Kenner yes, style yep. colors yep. on the nice card back. Another you know hundred bucks to get that, and it's almost like these exclusives. You know, by being exclusive, they can justify yep. these higher prices, even at the retailer level. So, you know, when we're talking now, 
you know, $100 for a six-inch figure or $80 for a six-inch figure. And you almost don't bat an eyelid because you go, well, it's got, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. Like, it mm. seems like a very clever way to sell product. I don't know if you've it's, got any No, no. I, it, um, it, it, I find it's each brand uh, makes a different decision with this. So if you buy, like, Diamond Select, all of the Diamond Select stuff is still pretty much priced the same as at any of their other statues or toys. So... I know I got last year the X-23 X-Men statue that was exclusive mm. to the convention, to San Diego, and it was the exact same price as any of their other statues. Right. Yeah, right. But you turn around and look at some of the other groups, and especially even with things like pop vinyls, the price like doubles. Yes. yes. Like yeah, instantly. Really. And that's on our end as well. Like us purchasing it to resell, it doubles for us as well. Which right. So it's like, they're like, you're getting a rare item, you have yeah. to pay more. Yep. But then we have to charge more. And then with the exchange rate and everything, it gets pretty nasty quick. Oh, well, everyone mm. wants a dip in in the pools, and yes. but, so by yeah, the time right. it gets down to the third tier, yeah, it's 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 a yeah pricing. It's an expensive and then you get item. like the ones we've talked about that you can't get, which like I'm so upset that I couldn't get the Batman Mikey. Yeah, yeah. the Batman mm. Mikey because I've got every Batman TMT crossover comic. I've even got like a limited in one thousand cover signed nice. by the artist and everything. Like I went really into those books and bought like everything up I could of it and now of course I was like oh my god a figure, a figure. that I can sit that looks so good. with the comic this will look <laughs> yeah. incredible and I can't get it yeah that's wow. that's a really odd one because I went to Sam straight away on that and said <clears throat> oh but I got the books so I ordered on the same day right so I ordered two of the one for you and one for me to see if, if we could get them yep. and I ordered a heap of San Diego exclusive comics uh, that was actually through the Gamma Race comic shop yep. not through me because they had a different ordering systems right. so i went through the comic shop to try and get these items all the comics arrived on thursday no toys yeah okay so i don't know mm. there could be the pure luck that maybe they do send them in a couple of weeks later yeah, or yeah. something Shipping. but i think because now the convention's completely over i don't see us getting them yeah mm. no bummer bit of a shame we're gonna get very close to wrapping but i want to shout something out that uh, sam showed me on the way before we started recording and that is Ushies. I don't know if any of you guys are shopping at Woolworths, yeah. but at the moment in Australia, you get for every thirty dollars you spend, you get an Ushi. And my kids, I've been, you know, getting them. Oh well, yeah. If I didn't have kids, I'd still get them, right? But they obviously <laughs> go to, go to the kids. And my my boys, they both love golden things. So mm. you know, and these Ushies have these golden chase. Yeah, the, the, the chase the, my my kids go mental because yeah. they open the packet, they see the gold. gold yeah. It's a rare one. Yeah, it's yeah, a I'm rare. Sure. It's a rare, and they just go mental. And I'm like, oh no, please, Alice, open them, open the gold <laughs> please one. Let there be two. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. Scarlet is just gonna <laughs> rule the household. And she opens it. They've both got rare yeah. uh, gold ones. Ooh. One's uh, I don't know, Pumba is it? Yep. And then the yeah. other one's the bird. Yep. The bird. I don't know. Yeah, Timon. Uh, oh, no. the anyway, the bird, the, no. the, the, the um, toucan, yep. yeah, yes. the toucan mm. bird, and and they both of them, and they they were wrapped like yeah. for the yeah. next uh, half an hour, they were just on cloud nine because <laughs> yeah. they'd got a rare, you know, yeah, and that yeah. that is kids' mentality these yes. days. Oh, Whereas exactly. I see pop vinyls or whatever gold, I think what a waste of. Yeah, well, it doesn't uh, look like anything. No, right? what a, what a, what a cheap cop out repaint, mm. but um, the uh, the next generation is just going mental for yeah. these. Yeah, but it's it's great. But I've got eleven today, right? And and <laughs> and we open them up. The kids open them up, and they got like eight gold ones. Oh, what? They got five gold. It must have been that. I don't know if the golds are rare. I've, I've got no idea what. And we'll talk a bit about rarity in a minute. But 
it's like the guy's gone in and grabbed them out of a box and he's got because we've got five of the birds five gold birds like so what are the chart? It must be like in the spot. that he's, box. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Each yeah, box has a certain yep. thing, and he's just grabbed the box that has all the golds for that particular <laughs> store. They haven't actually mixed them up. But something that's insane—you've got to read this out, right? Like we talk about prices of collectibles. Now these are things that have been given away at a supermarket, right? Yep. They're ushies. They they retail for about three bucks a pop if you were to go in and buy them. Yep. Now yep. the Lion King line is exclusive. To Woolworths, yes, from what I understand. Correct. Yes. Sam, tell us what you saw on eBay. So basically, we're talking about some comic price that's been ridiculous, and then someone sent me a snapshot of what they've just found on eBay. And it's a super rare furry Simba. There's only a hundred units apparently in Australia, and uh, it's sitting at fifteen thousand. What? Fifteen thousand dollars? Fifteen. Fifteen two hundred. Fifteen thousand two hundred dollars. Is that bids or is that fifteen bids? Oh my god! Fifteen bids. So if you're out there and your kids have a flocked Simba, don't let it go in the toy box. Trade it in for a car. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or send it to us, and we'll help (laughs) you with it. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that nuts? Think about what you could buy for fifteen grand. In the toy space, <laughs> that, yeah. let alone motor vehicles or whatever. But yeah, there you go, there you go. That's Jeez. crazy. The best thing so. is in that chat group that uh, sent me that after that post. The first comment is, "What is going on in the world?" Yep. Yeah. And then a bunch of swearing, and then no one's talked since. <laughs> They've all just like, "No, nope, we're but, too yeah. shattered." So, you, <laughs> know, just but, you know, it's it's like I mean because we've seen this sort of. Um, uh, things go, uh, you know, like the, the giveaway supermarket um, deals, the toys and things. It's popular for about a month, yep. and then exactly. it just, and then it, the, the market dive. plummets. Well, like, you think, really, you think yeah. in five years what that flock is going to be worth? No, no, no. You think in in um, five months? Well, even five yes. months, yeah. yeah. Yep. Because I go into yeah. savers and the op shops and things, and. Uh, you see all the little supermarket toys in yeah. bags now for for they can't give them away, yep. like because they're uh, everyone defeated a year ago yeah. or two. God, I they, remember ditching Kinder Surprises and Yowies at yeah. secondhand place, being like, just take them. Yeah. We had yeah. like a box full of them, and it, I'm yeah. not keeping all of that. Yeah. Yep, yeah, exactly. There you go. That's the state of the world as we speak. <laughs> and fifteen grand. Tell you what, if you got one of those, put it on eBay right now Jeez. because it's not going to be worth much in a little bit of time. Awesome. Thanks so much, Sam, for coming in and joining us. Not a problem. It's been a pleasure. Wonderful to have you in the place of Darren. Is is Darren getting a bit, you know, sweating under the collar now? Coming for your job, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) That's only because he jokes about it to us uh, all the time. No, of course. Darren will be back for our next recording episode. But on that note, huge thank you to our newest Patreon. Mm. And we actually heard his voice. In that soapbox clip. That yes, was, we did. Uh, Philip Keating mm-hmm. of the Giant Size Team Up ne- Network, most famous for his, really what you'd almost call award-winning botched podcast, which yes. is a D&D podcast. Um, those guys are absolutely killing it with that podcast. That- and if you talk Dragon Con, oh, yeah. the big Philadelphian comic convention that mm-hmm. is Dragon Con because of Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, I think it's Atlanta. Atlanta, you're yep. right, sorry. Um, uh, Philip is from Philadelphia. But yeah, the big Atlanta Con, um, they... they book out the whole room and they have the whole room in stitches so they, they fill a i think it's a 300 seat yeah. sort of theater with people coming to listen to a podcast essentially like, like our entire listener base yeah right. <laughs> so they're gonna send you guys all free tickets and one extra for me to go and watch and learn <laughs> well, yeah. maybe, maybe to get us in there but the flights and the accommodation are asked so, uh, <laughs> but they have been trying to get us get some yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I was actually after he there. after he signed on as a, as a patreon i was having a bit of a chat to phil and he's like 
so Aussie Invasion in like 2020 for Dragon Con. I was like, well, if we start getting more patrons like you, maybe yes, we yeah. can afford all the yeah. flights. Yeah, yeah. The tickets. Yeah. That sounds good. No, thank you, Phil, for your support. And you can also find Phil over at uh, their flagship show, Breaking the Panel. Yep. Um, he is on that. I don't, is he still appearing now that Chris? Yeah, yes, yes. They've got the four of them there. Then I think they've listened to us and gone, oh, you can do a show with four hosts. Yeah. And they just copied us. So, nice. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Now, thank you. And thanks to all our patrons for your ongoing support. And to everyone else, we really appreciate your support. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. Who's going to do the good journey? Good journey. <laughs> <laughs> you can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast. At Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Or have your say and email us. Toy Power Podcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher. And please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, oh.